Hey everyone, how's it going? Azrin the Language Nerd here. Hope you're doing very, very well on this fine Sunday afternoon or whatever day and time it is for you right now as you're listening to this podcast episode. I'm your host, as per usual, Azrin the Language Nerd. You can find me primarily on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, LinkedIn, and of course on TikTok. My username is identical on all these platforms. It is at polyglotazrin. That is spelled P-O-L-Y-G-L-O-T-A-Z or Z, depending on your country, R-E-N. You can also simply search Azrin the Language Nerd on whatever your favorite social network is. So again, that is spelled A-Z or Z-R-E-N, the Language Nerd. And welcome to another podcast episode. I'm very, very excited, as per usual, to be recording this one here. This is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode than usual, not the usual 15, 20, 25 minute episode, probably something closer to 10, 8, 12 minutes, something like that. So let's just dive right in. The very first thing which I'm very excited about is my new project has officially started. If you did not listen to the to the previous podcast episode and you don't know what I'm talking about, it's pretty straightforward. I am working on some free French and Spanish classes for beginner. I want them to be accessible to everyone on YouTube with a notes file, with uh, homework, with a very structured, you know, um, style of teaching, with lots of examples, with like, I want a free accessible class, open to everyone, no strings attached for beginner, beginner French and beginner Spanish. I officially made the introduction video today for Spanish. I have uploaded it. It is now on my YouTube channel. Um, and there's going to be more videos to come over the weeks to come. It will most likely be a 15 to 25 hour class um, in total. My goal is to have everything recorded recorded and posted in the next couple of weeks so that people can work through it at their own pace. If you would like to, um, if you'd like for me to send you the link or send it to you or keep you in the loop about when the course is finished or anything like that, the easiest way to do so is to go to my website azrinthelanguagenerd.com slash free dash classes. So again, that is azrinthelanguagenerd.com slash free dash classes. So azrin is A-Z or Z-R-E-N, thelanguagenerd.com slash free dash classes. Scroll down to the bottom. You can even read about the classes. I've, I've posted all about, all about them on the page. And at the very bottom, there is a form you can fill out and once I get an email from you through that form, I will send you the, the free class. So I'm really excited that started up today. And um, yeah, that's the first thing I wanted to talk about. Now, the, the meat and potatoes, the main concept, the main thing that I want to tackle in this, particular, in this particular episode here is when you are trying to learn another language, I believe it is important to focus on the communicative aspects first. What I mean by this is often when you take language classes, this is something I've said before, it's not the first time, but often when you take language classes or you take certain programs or you watch certain videos, things like that, you're learning things which are by all means very, very useful and and very common in the language, but they are not always the things that you're going to be using regularly, immediately in that language. So the classic example, I this is where I, I posted about this maybe six months ago approximately, um, I'll never forget this. I was looking at a class, a couple of class curriculums actually, for uh, different language schools, for different languages. Um, and I saw that often in the curriculum, for example, there's one French, I believe it was French, French curriculum, 
For a beginner class where one of the main objectives and content and things that you would learn in the class is how to write a letter. How to write a letter. Wow, that's fantastic. That's great. Being able to write a letter and having that ability. Amazing. Why is that part of a beginner class? I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but we have to question the logic behind that being there. I believe that the things that you're learning should be things that you would actually use on a regular basis. I believe that. And therefore, when you're learning, I believe that your focus point should be on learning the words, learning the grammar, learning the phrases, learning the things that you are going to need immediately or very soon for that language. It's actually, funnily enough, when I look at my Mandarin, so um, I'm taking a Mandarin class at the University of Calgary, and I am, I feel confident in saying I'm probably the most comfortable in Mandarin in the entire class, or one of the most comfortable people in Mandarin in the class. Typically when I've taken classes, that is my scenario. There's a couple people who are maybe a little better or around my level, but generally I'm in the top 10, in the top 10%, let's call it. Now, that being said, this class is still the right class for me because of so many new things that I'm learning. There's new vocabulary, new grammar things, there's all sorts of things I'm encountering that I have never seen before. And then the question becomes, well, how can you be more advanced than everybody in the class and yet be encountering new things all the time and, 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 and the content not to be super duper um, familiar to you? Well, the reason is that myself, I, for Mandarin, have always been in situations and I've always put myself in situations where I have to learn how to communicate in Mandarin. I went to China, I barely spoke anything, and the first things I, I learned were rice, egg, and noodles. Why? Because I didn't speak any Mandarin and I could not order food in restaurants. So I learned how to say those things so I could get some edible food that does not contain meat because I'm a vegetarian. I learned how to say those things. I learned eventually how to ask, is this vegetarian? Does this have meat? I learned how to read certain characters that had to do with meat. I learned, I used to go to, when I got a little bit more advanced, I would go to these conversation events where we would converse. I you know, on and on and on and on. All the stuff that I've practiced, most of it tends to be stuff that is going to aid me in my day-to-day -day communications or in any kind of communications I'm likely to have in the future in Mandarin. So what that means is communicatively, is that even a word? I think so. In terms of communication, I am stronger than the average person who is taking classes that have roughly my level. I'm stronger because I put all my focus on it. It also means that the vocabulary and things that I have, and this is where I have a bit of a, not a beef, but an interesting, it's an interesting point to note. When I take this Mandarin class right now at the University of Calgary, you know, my ability to communicate in Mandarin for my needs is fine. It's pretty decent. But the stuff we're learning in the class is not stuff I would actually use on a regular basis. Sometimes it is, but often it is not. So we had a whole unit, for example, about moving in and moving out of an apartment. Very useful knowledge. We sh you should know these words. Absolutely. Yes. But let me ask you this. How many people in Canada who are taking Mandarin as a second or as a foreign language, how soon are you going to need the vocabulary of moving in or moving out and to have the vocabulary in Mandarin? When are you going to ever need it? Like, probably most likely not anytime soon. 
Unless you're planning a trip to China or you're going to be moving or then of course, yes. But generally speaking, no, these are not things you're going to need very soon. Let me tell you what you will need very soon. That is not in any textbook that I've seen so far, at least for me. Um, I use Mandarin for my work. I've got students who, um, who, uh, whose parents speak Mandarin and we converse in Mandarin instead of in English. You know, there's a lot of stuff that I personally need around payments, sending payments, invoices, um, things like the child's learning needs. Oh, your child is struggling. Ooh, you know, blah, blah, blah is really difficult. Reading comprehension is not easy for your child. These are things that I, I still don't know all of them. I'm actually been learning them recently because I'm realizing how much of a vocabulary gap I have. And this is why many people will study a language for so much time, four years, three years, six months, seven years, X amount of time. And then they go to travel, they go travel to a country that speaks that language. And suddenly they're like, oh my God, I can't even order a coffee or, oh my God, I have no idea. How do I tell this taxi driver where to go? How do I, oh my God, how do I, how do I say bread? I want to buy bread in the grocery store. How the heck do I not know the word for bread? And the reason it happens is because even though you studied for four years, two years, seven years, five years, one year, even though you learned for years on end on that language or a very long extended period of time, the focus of your studies may and probably wasn't, probably was not super targeted the stuff that you super targeted towards stuff that you currently need or will need in the very near future. That's why I've studied Mandarin for five years and a lot of the work conversations I have to have now are really difficult. And I have to ask my friends, like, how the hell do I say this? How the heck can I say this politely? Like, I have not, for example, I have not learned, um, and by the way, understandably so, this is not, this should probably should not be in most beginner textbooks or anything because it's not a common need for beginner learners of a language, but I will say this, I never took the time to learn how to have polite sales conversations in Mandarin. I don't know a lot of the, even in French and Spanish for crying out loud. Like if I have to sell something, if I have to explain to you like the free classes that I'm offering, right? You know, for me to accurately explain them in a way that you understand, that is clear, that is concise, they're like, I understand, blah, blah, blah. For me to do that in Spanish, despite having, let's use French, despite having 22 years of French background, growing up with it, doing all my studies in it, living in France for a chunk, teaching French now, reading books, blah, blah, blah. To do that in French is difficult for me. I have to like think and be like, I have the knowledge, I have the ability, but how would I do it? I haven't observed it, I haven't learned it. So that's why I, I believe it's so important to focus your attention on the things that you currently need in the language or that you are very shortly in the near future going to need to know. Anyway, I appreciate your attention. You guys are the best. I hope this is a useful podcast episode for you and we will talk very, very soon. Bye for now. See you.